0: You're listening to after Dark Radio. welcome to the Hanky Panky podcast with your host Coraline Jewell a number one international best-selling author director Porn star, swing club owner, and lifestyle coach will delve into all topics related to the adult industry. Everything from porn, panty selling, custom orders, webcamming, swinging, BDSM community, polyamorous lifestyle, and more. Intrigued? Curious? Coraline is an open book and will share her experiences and knowledge in the world of sex. Let's welcome your host, Coraline Jewell. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hanky Panky Podcast. I'm your
1: hostess, Coraline Jewell. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I have a great guest today, but before I get started, there's quite a few things that, you know, by the time this airs that are going on with the Hanky Panky Show, I have moved everything over to one platform. So if you guys are on Spotify or Anchor or YouTube... Um, What else am I on? Apple iTunes, Google uh, Radio, I think. We're on iHeartRadio. And, of course, Full Swap Radio and K97 FM Radio, your adult party network. And, of course, we are on... um Skyhawk After Dark, which is my producer, uh, SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com. So all of those platforms, you can listen to us, but you can also go straight to coralinejewel.com Right on the top, you guys are going to see podcasts. You're going to see my blogs. You're going to see the adult content. We'll have coaching soon, tour schedule, everything I'm trying to get for you guys on one platform so you don't have to go to a thousand different locations to find out what the hell I'm up to. I don't even know what I'm up to anymore. I was sending out my resume the other last night to somebody, and I was like, I'm so sorry. This is really long. I'm crazy. I'm nuts. So anyways, that is um, kind of the announcements of what I've got going on there. Um, I don't know if this is going to air in time. I think it's going to be after Chicago, but make sure you take a look at the tour schedule for Exotica. I'll be in Miami in July. I will be in New Jersey in October for my birthday, October 22nd through the 23rd, I think that one is. And I will be in Washington, D.C., December 3rd, I believe, through the 5th, or 2nd through the 4th, something like that. So keep an eye on that. My microphone doesn't want to stay up. The offer is still out there for somebody who knows technology and wants to marry me. That's the only reason I'm going to get married is somebody can fix my technology stuff around here. All right. Uh, Shout out to my producer, Skyhawk After Dark Radio. Shout out to my PR, Outshine. Thanks, you guys, for helping me rebrand everything with Coral and Jewel. And let's get started. Hello, my darling. I'd like everybody to meet Casey, Casey Storm. Welcome to the show. How are you, sweetie pie? Hi sweetie. I'm doing great. How's everybody out there? I hope that they're good. Hopefully they're better than me because look, you see, I have microphone issues, I have computer issues, I have volume issues. I'm like, why does it goes I'm not albino, by You guys I swear luxury there's a little bit of tan in here. Um, no, this thing keeps falling. It doesn't want to stay up. Um, so Casey, let's get started on telling my guests a little bit about you and kind of what we were talking about earlier, which okay. was, that, um, you know, we'll talk about you in the adult industry, but how you got in. And, um, kind of like you were saying earlier to me before we got started, like you didn't really know anyone. Um, and I was telling you home, my whole thing. So for you guys that um, are maybe new listeners or, um, do listen. You guys know I don't watch porn. I don't watch TV. The last movie I saw was Sully, like straight up. It's true. You know, I just, it's because I don't have time. Like, I feel like if I'm sitting there watching TV, there's other things I should be doing. Although I okay. do know sometimes it's good to escape reality and just watch some fucking TV. Um, so, when okay. Casey, right. So Casey started following me. And um, did you start following me because of Tommy? Because we're going to go into all of that. Right. Is that, do you know how? I don't, rem- I don't remember because
2: a lot of times you know how you're, you'll be following somebody and it'll pop up. You might know. And yeah. I get that so many times yeah. it'll, cause we follow a lot of the same people, right? So true. He might be following somebody and they'll pop up on me or vice versa. So I see I'm, that. I yeah. Remember. I just so remember I- thinking, yeah, I gotta know this girl.
1: Oh, my God, it's so funny. So, you guys, so here's what happened. So, I needed to get in touch with Tommy uh, Gunn, the brunette Tommy Gunn. Now, the reason I say that, you'll understand momentarily, is because uh, I work with Marcus London over at the Squirt Watch booth with Aaron, who does the Squirt booth. We had him as a guest on our show. It's a watch that makes you uh, helps make a woman's skirt by measuring the velocity and speed that you finger the woman at to make her have a female ejaculation. But I needed to get in touch with Tommy Gunn, and I'm writing who I thought was Tommy Gunn facebook and he's like i think you might have the wrong tommy gun and i'm like what do you mean the wrong tommy gun how could there be two tommy guns and he's like i'm the first one and i'm like who the fuck took how are you gonna do that come to find out so tommy the tommy gun the second tommy gun got into the industry when the first tommy gun had taken a break okay and right and that's i just found that out anyway so that's how tommy number one and i started talking about each other and then i realized that you are his girlfriend of 11 years right of 11, yes. Okay, so now you guys, Casey Storm is fucking amazing. We didn't even, I didn't we didn't even know like each other. We just, you know, started talking on Facebook and then before I, you know, knew it, put two and two together and I was like, oh shit, okay. And so then I knew, yeah, see, I'm told you I'm clueless, clueless. I don't, I don't. It was like what I did. I was telling Casey, you guys, I did the red carpet interviews for X-Biz. Um, and uh, the gentleman that asked me if I would do them says, you know, I just you know, you'll you'll interview people. And I said, Okay, but you have to stay with me and help me because I don't know who you want me to call over and who you don't. And he's like, Yes, you do. And I'm like, uh-uh, I don't watch porn. I can't even think of the last porn I watched. I do remember the last porn I watched. You know who it was? Eric Edwards sent me three of the movies that he had directed and been in. That That's was the last and he said, I'll, you know, I'll go on your podcast, but I want you to watch how porn used to be. And I actually liked them because they were movies. Right. They were movies. They um, had
2: something to them.
1: Yeah. Yes. They had different, you know, different, different. They had a plot and they had different scenes. And like, I watched the one, I think it was called Chamberlain. Cham- Chamberlain maid I think that was what it was and mm-hmm. she was a writer and she rented like this loft and you guys got to go see this okay it was really good it was like a storyline it was like right. you know there were the ghosts and there was flashbacks and I was like oh my god this is cool it's like when uh when porn was actually a movie too right. Now it's just wham, bam, throw my dick Thank in your you, face. Thank you, ma'am. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. like right all
2: up in your in your grill, as they call it now. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that, up in your grill. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, uh, I'm out.
1: <laughs> I'm oh, out. my God. I love it. Okay, Casey, so let's get started on you. Let's tell them a little bit about you. Just You just kind of go. I want you to start with, you know, um, where you're from, and uh, let's start with like that. Where are you from? And Any brothers or sisters? Did your parents raise you? All that. Let's go there.
2: Um, I am from Southern Indiana by way of initially um, Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, okay. And the family all moved over. Um, I spent most of my entire childhood when I was not in school. I was in um, Southern Kentucky and Tennessee, and you know I spent in the country. Um, okay. I, my great grandmother, in fact, we had to drive up across a swinging bridge and up a holler to get to her house. So <laughs> you know, literally, when I say country, I am not kidding.
1: It was country. Uh, okay.
2: Yeah. So, you know, um, my parents were together from high school, um, never, you know, they, they were together until my mom passed away this past June. Um, and I have three brothers and one half brother.
1: Oh crap. So you're the only girl. Were you the oldest? I'm the only girl and I'm the oldest. Okay. That's good. That's good. Okay. So your parents are a total of uh three. Wait, you said there's a half brother. Was that from before or after who's, who's, um, prior. So, okay. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but, but so growing up, like when you were growing up, what did you, what were your goals? What did you want to be as a child? You know, like, um, I wanted my to mom be a mom's not to
2: laugh. Cause I had, uh, to, you know, I had to, okay, okay. when I, when I, my, my father was, um, law enforcement from, okay. when I was a little, little, little bitty kid. Um, and I always wanted to go into that field, but I wanted to be a profiler. So okay. when I was a little bitty girl, I wanted to be a dancer in Las Vegas and okay. then as I got old you know what little girl doesn't want to do something
1: gl- you know glitzing glitz. right with, yeah exactly yeah
2: and then when I got older I wanted to be um I wanted to go towards being a profiler because I'm really good with reading people and I, I you're ready to that kind of stuff and, you know so but my dad did
1: uh-huh. not want me going into the law enforcement field he did it so you want to know what I wanted to do like straight up I wanted to be a detective
0: that's what See, I just about to tell you
1: yeah. You know, I realized, yeah, like, I friends. um, I just yeah, I know. Seriously, that's what I wanted to do. I I I found it so interesting, but I know I also know my personality. Um, I, I won't go to bed till I solve the case. That's just kind of how I am. Just like if I'm writing my book and I have to write, you know, I think of a chapter, I get up and I go write it down. Um, so I knew that crap, I'll never sleep because I'll be laying in my head being like, oh, I know, I know this happened, you know, or whatever mm-hmm. it might have been. I actually worked for a, um, when I was 18, I worked for a gentleman out here in San Diego and I was, um, he was an, a private detective and oh, he okay. hired me. So he hired me for a couple different cases because nobody would have suspected me. Like he hired me for, you know, um, workers' compensation case and he hired me for finding a four-year-old little girl that was kidnapped um, out in Ramona. I actually had to go and knock on a door and like pretend I wanted to buy their RV. To get inside the house, to then call—we didn't have—we didn't have cell phones, so I had to borrow their phone to call my dad to ask my dad if I could get money for this RV that I wanted to buy. When really I was paging him and letting him know that yes, there's a four-year-old little girl in the house. Isn't that right. crazy? So that is, um,
2: is crazy. But that you know, we could we could possibly have something get started something here something. Yeah.
1: with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, let's add something else to my crazy resume already. You know what I just added? Because I'm nuts already. I I coach people in the lifestyle, and I wanted to give my my, my couples, a gift. So like something is, you know, when you go into the lifestyle as a couple, you go in together, so what was I gonna give them? So I started like researching and I found that swingers jewelry like jewelry that I can make, okay? Because I don't have enough to do. I am now making jewelry. So I started and now I'm like loving it. So then last night I'm ordering more stuff and I'm, that's, that's all downstairs, I know. So let's just add that to the collection. I hate this microphone. <laughs> i fix this next time. Anybody want to marry me and come and help me with this stuff? why technology. don't you just get a headset with a microphone attached to it i tried that i'm connected to a big system over here <laughs> like oh, system. okay yeah no i know it's crazy i'll figure okay. it out um okay so now you wanted to be a detective and then okay so now but your parents said no so now dancer is out and then so then what happened i ended up being a mom <laughs> oh okay <laughs> so that just that
2: just changed everything um so, you know, I was, so graduated uh, from
1: high school and did you graduate from high school and then, um, GED, longer...
2: and, then, GED and then I went to college. So, oh, okay. And then what did, you, did you study in my college? college. Oh. I went to Southern Ohio college and then Cincinnati college.
0: Cincinnati
1: what did you college study? business. Yeah. Oh, business. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now let's fast forward. Um, so you're, are you, you, are you doing anything like working or anything before you end up meeting Tommy, um, online?
2: Yes. Um, I actually started working in the business administration field with several different companies. Okay. And I worked, um, I can't really get into who the the major company was that that we did, but what they would do is we would, we were called what's known as hired guns. Oh, okay. This is what I saw. Okay. Got it. Yes. Yes. Which you go into a corporation or, you know, a large business and you assess the other employees as an under- grad employee you know just somebody so at the bottom, know. bottom of the totem pole you know um, um and then you report back to your findings to the corporate and sometimes you're sometimes it's just a sales associates sometimes it's management you're assessing sometimes you know you never know until just before exactly who's your what's So
1: okay so so first of all that's kind of like that's kind of like our detective being profiler okay. undercover work a little bit um who do these retailers who do these managers who do they think you are they think you're just a new employee yes oh okay all right Unless yeah, corporate cool.
2: knows um what the deal is and okay. fast forward to larry flint um i'm real good friends with larry's well before he passed obviously I'm um, his granddaughter and oh. so um i was working for them out in monroe ohio and okay. they wanted me to come to la because we were trying you know dealing with the management and so on and so forth so I ended up going to LA for Larry to assess his people on Sunset Strip and home. Okay. Okay. So they sent you out there. They gave you a place to live, right? Yeah, uh, no. Well, <laughs> that's a whole story now. So okay. but, um, but I was I was supposed to have a place when I got there, but I didn't. Oh. And, um, and luckily, you know, I had people that I did know that were there and, and things. Ended up turning out in the end, they weren't okay, but they were really hit and missed in the beginning. And, and it was very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, because every what was supposed to be put in place completely fell out from under the rug. And then it was kind of like, Oh, well, we didn't know Oh, well, we, you know, the whole corporate thing, you know, trickle down. So, anyway, long story short, it ended up working out just fine. Um, okay, so
1: you found a place to live, and now you're living in LA, and you're doing this. You know, we call we we'll, we'll call. I like this. We're doing undercover work. <laughs> We're checking on employees. Okay, and you had met Tommy at that time already, like online. Right? Yes, we, we had been talking for well
2: over a year.
1: Um, okay, and we decided
2: a- shortly into um,
1: our friendship um, that it was more than that. Did you know he was an adult performer? He was he an adult performer at the time he was working in the industry? No, nah, I didn't. I don't really research people when I talk to him. And he kept oh, saying, okay, okay. You'd look at my pictures.
2: No, I don't care. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't oh, you know wow. we got to be friends through Teresa Flint, actually.
0: Oh, um, interesting. Okay. And, That's
2: and cool. I didn't know he'd been on SOA. I didn't didn't know anything at all.
0: Oh, um, shit.
2: Okay. Yeah. And he had uh, done something online and then he posted about it. Like, I can't believe this happened. And I'm like, well, what do you expect, dumbass? And he w- he messaged me and he's like, did you really call me out on my page? And I'm like, well, yeah, it was stupid. Why? What, what, was, what else am I going to do? And from that point forward, it was just like, it was on, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was yeah, kind he of match. Really He had gone out on a date or something. He had gone out to something and some girl was crazy and he'd only known her for three days. And that's what, that's what the whole, well, what did you expect? You know?
1: (laughs) So I'm going to kill this microphone. I've got to have him on this show. I want to have him on too. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So now, um, so for those of you guys that are listening now, you're going, okay, well, great. Okay. So who's Casey, right? We still haven't gotten who Casey is. Well, Casey is a goal. Well, you guys will see her pictures, but go and watch her stuff. And um, I've never even seen it. (laughs) I don't watch my stuff, but I had to go. I always go watch at least something of somebody who's going to be on my show, you know, because sometimes I'm like, I mean, I've I've all, thank God. I don't, I'm not Jewish. I'm I'm religious. I'm Jewish. I don't even know the (laughs) crisscrosser. But I'm saying, like, thank God everybody that I've had on my show has been, like, you know, great. There was one guest, just one who was a little different. Um, But besides that, everybody's been amazing. Um, So now you're in LA, you're doing this thing for Hustler at what point did you decide I'm going to get into the industry and like how, how on earth and like and, and did you have any just go like how do you get there? I, I I didn't
2: actually um okay. I was approached uh, I'm not gonna say who but I was approached okay. by a company at Hustler one day and it wasn't Hustler store. by the way yeah okay but in the um, store I was, I was at the store okay. and I'm just like no what, no what, you're crazy you know no and Teresa's like, "I dare you," and I'm like, "Oh hell no! You did not just do that because that's like saying sick him to a hound dog to me." <laughs> but I had to do it at that point because so I'm like, "She's like, well, you know, back home you were, you know, you would swing, so it's not a whole lot different than that." But it's different, <laughs> and I'm like, "Whatever." And I honestly thought that would be the end of that. And wow, it, and it just kind it, of went from there it was a dare. So, so when I was approached, I didn't, I didn't believe it. I'm like, nobody was getting, no. How old were you at the time? Do you remember? Oh God. Um, 54. So go back 12, 2012, uh, right? Yeah. That'd be 10, uh, forties, uh, mid forties. Okay. So you're, just, yeah. Well, so yeah. So that's you're like you're,
1: 44, 44, yeah. 44 something. Like okay. Cause I, I got in the industry at 35. So, yeah. you know, and that's, and that's, I was actually telling, you know, that's older to get into the industry. So and 45 too, that's older to get into the industry, but you know, do you know who Erica Lauren is? No. Okay. Erica Lauren got in at like 45, I believe. Okay. I think she's 59 or 60 right now. And man, she's one of our top performers. She's amazing and a sweetheart. You know, nothing got to her head. She's an absolute sweetheart. Um, So it just shows for anybody who's listening and saying to me, oh, I'm too old. You're really never too old for anything anymore. You're not. You know, if if we want to go be detectives, my God, we can go be detectives, right? Yes. Okay, so let's keep going. Okay, so now you, okay, so who was the first person you shot for in 2012? And did you have an agent? or like? Well, I
2: won't say who, because I will be honest, it was probably the worst experience of my entire life.
1: Okay, um <laughs> it
2: was uh, and it was a big company too. It was a huge company. Oh shit. Okay. Um, and so it was the worst time yeah. I'd ever had. Um, and okay, what so i, I say that yeah. is because they made me look 15, 20 years older than I really was. Oh. Um, they pulled a fast one in the middle of a scene, so they ended up getting two scenes out of one scene with two different people, and I didn't know what they had done until after the fact.
0: Um, oh, okay.
1: so it was just a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Okay, and this is your first time showing up to set, so we won't talk about who it was, but can you tell me, um, so you you tell us a little bit about like what happened, but at that time going through your head or when you were done, were you like, after the scene, were you like, I'm done? Or like, let's kind of go into that. No, I didn't think it,
2: Honestly, I didn't give it a second thought one way or the other. It wasn't until the photos came out and I saw the pictures that I was mortified. Because I'm oh, like, okay. what the hell? I, I didn't tell people I was in the magazine. I didn't tell people that I'd shot for the company. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Oh. And I still don't because I, I won't badmouth anybody. Right. Um, but I had never intended to do it again. Ever. Okay. That was um, my
1: question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. And then I got ended up getting approached by Naughty America. Okay, And I was like, huh, okay, this is interesting. Well, that went, that went bad. So I was like, I'm like, no, this is not what I, you know, this is not what I agreed to, you know, I'm not 25, I'm 45, you know, I, my no means no, and don't ask again, you know, so, so I ended up leaving. So my, did you say you walked off set? You ended up leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, wow. I, had ma- I had already done hair and makeup when they tried to pull a, a, fat, a switcheroo on me and, and this, for the scene. And I was like, no, I don't do that. And they're like, well, just give it a try.
0: Huh.
1: No. Oh, and that's my my question, you know. my, yeah, I this, said, I'm really I good for my listeners out there. This is really, really good, Casey. So you guys, you, yeah. Casey, you, you had such a successful career in the industry. You really did, which we're, we're still getting to, you guys. But you are smart enough to say no means no, and I'm not doing it. I'm not overstepping my boundaries and the discussion you walked out and you still had a successful career. And that was in the beginning. So that shows you guys, you stick to your guns and you believe in what you believe in and you don't back down. Don't back down. Yeah. Good yeah. Um, Cause right after
2: that uh, Bobby Manella had his wife contact me because he knew if I, if he contacted me and he, and I heard naughty America, I'd hang up. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she contacted me. And so my second shoot ended up being with Naughty America and Bobby Kay. So okay. um, and that went great. I had so much fun. We had an absolute blast. Um, and it was just kind of like like smooth sailing, you know, you know what I mean? I mean, it was like sitting here one minute we're doing the scene, it's like, what do you want? And you know, because you know how it is, they direct you, they tell you what, when, where, how, right. you know, and then you're done shooting and you're back to the conversation, like normal com- you know, conversation. Right. It was right. just it
1: flowed. And it was thoughtful. Cool. So, okay. And um, did you ever have an agent or did you never have an agent? Did you need one at this time? Do you remember? I'm going to, I'm just going to say no. Okay. <laughs> because okay. that was a bad scene too.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, no. Crap. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. Um, Let's talk about that one off the Yeah. It was an agency I was with that set me up with Naughty America the first time. Okay. And they didn't have my back right out the running game. So that's when okay. I was like, you know what? You're done. Bye. And okay. then, you know, they told me, they said, you'll never work in this industry again. You'll never get another chance. And it snowballed after that. So I was there just like, kind of like, oh, really? At that point, then it was, then it was like, then it became yeah. like, a, you know, then it was like, they told me I can't do
1: something. Watch this. Oh, my God. You see, I knew we were meant to like hang out. That's like what we talked about. I thought, it's true. It's true. Like, I mean, my funniest story. I don't know if you know this. I know some of my listeners do. And I know you guys hate it when I tell you the same stories. But then just, you know, cover your ears right now. Go get a beer or something. Um, but I was um, I, I interviewed for a um, an assistant personal assistant position down at a gym. Okay. And I got there and he was telling me, you're responsible for weighing the girls, getting their, you know, travel, their bathing suits, um, helping them with their diaries. It's all about fitness competitors. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, this is like super cool. And I was like, what does it pay? And he's like, it's $10 an hour. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like I wasted your time. Like I can't do that. You know, I can't drive 45 minutes for $10 an hour. So when I was there though, I said to him, hey, this is really interesting. It's a whole world I've never been in. Do you think I could compete? And he says, stand up. And I stood up and he goes, turn around. And I'm like, okay. And I turn around. And he goes, back to me. And I go, okay. And he goes, no. And I'm like, no? And he's like, no, you're not built for it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like I was like in shock. I was, I was expecting, you know, maybe you're too curvy or maybe you're this. Anyways, I left, drove 45 minutes, went straight to my gym, walked in. I said, who is the best fitness competitor trainer that you guys have in here? And they, they brought out, she loves her. Her name is Masai. She's an amazing, little Japanese girl. And they brought out Masai. And she, I told her what happened. I told her who it was. And she goes, oh, ooh. Give me 10 weeks. You win. You're going to win. And I'm like, you got it. And I was like, so challenge me and I will fucking do it. I did it twice and I took third place in my category and third overall. And I was 36 or 37 years old at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I remember that she even said to me, there he is. Go and tell him thanks for the motivation. And I'm like, there's who. And she's like, hello. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot because I was so focused on, you know, right. winning. Or, you know, I'm, do, I'm doing the best that I could do. Um, so it's kind of the same thing. Don't tell anybody that you can't do something because. Yeah. You'll come back five, fourfold. That's for sure. Okay, so now you're in the industry, are and you're living in LA, and are you still? And you're dating Tommy, right? Yes. Yeah, we're still did together. You guys ever shoot a scene together?
2: Did not until worked. we started. Not until we started living together. Well, I take that back. Just before we started living together, we did. Okay. Um, and I can't remember now who it was for, but it was a um, it was a, a BDSM uh, video. okay. Uh, and I'm a dominant, so it was kind of interesting to say the very um, least. Isn't he um, dominant? He's kind of a dominant too,
1: isn't he? Yeah. No? yeah. So we, okay.
2: we, we mesh in that we treat each other as complete equals. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so it was really odd, you know, for me and I, I had to, I had to keep reminding myself, I'm just getting paid. This is right. A, you're just acting. a paid thing, you know, right. because I, because I could feel myself getting angry, you know?
1: <laughs> so, oh. so you know, were, so you, I, wait, were you playing the submissive? Were you more yeah. of submissive? Okay. Got it. Okay.
2: Yeah. So, and to, and for me to have to even pretend to be submissive, is yeah. like sticking a match under, you know, so I had to keep reminding myself that, you know,
1: well, you're this, an actress and you're in a role. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: I, that's a hard society, thing to that, do. That didn't happen much. Um, oh. But yeah, so, so that was, you know, and then after that, when we started living together, we just started doing our own, You know, we had a mother knows best series and um, different things.
1: So, okay. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Okay. So, oh my God, I have so many questions. Okay. So uh, we're in the industry, we're shooting, we're living with Tommy, we're in LA. We are not working for that store anymore. Like you're not doing the right. The what you hired men, something, or were you? The hired guy, no, no, at this point, no,
2: at this point, um, I broke ties, and I mean, I didn't break ties, we were right, we just went on to your career, yeah, Yeah, Um,
1: do something different, right? Um, Um, okay, so yeah, yeah. oh my god, there are so many questions, okay, let's go to this. I want to know, um, oh my god, I have so many questions, let me think, okay, give us a time, like one of the scenes that you showed up to work at, okay, um, that. So I always ask this one because I think it's, it's amazing. It's always amazing what people say um, that you just either you got there and you were like, mother of God, like, I, I don't even want to do this. Or you left there and you went, oh, my God, I can't believe that just happened. And it could be anything. Like, I'll give you a share. Sharon Mitchell said she showed up to set and she had to have sex in spaghetti, like a big bowl of spaghetti. And she said that she she first of all walked out of there going, did I just really have sex in spaghetti? But then she said she was finding spaghetti like all over for like days or whatever.
2: Oh, my God. I know. Um... So that's like a, it's a hard one sometimes. there's really nothing that stands out um to be honest okay because I because I kind of approached um all of my scenes like I'm there I'm doing my job I leave when I leave it's done
1: yes okay and that's what I always tell people too is that it's a job it's work and so sometimes you might play the you might for example I got cast in perv the other day okay or not the other day but like two weeks two months ago three months ago and I was like Oh my God, have I moved from Milf to Nana? Like, is that where I am? You know. But then when I watched the um, when I watched their uh, when I went on their on their their website or whatever, I was like, oh okay, we're all still milfs. <laughs> you know, it's okay. So, but I was like, oh my God, you so something. You know, and I and I actually had a really good time. I was like, Nana's got meatloaf on the stove for you. Yeah. And then I was like, oh I my mean, God, did I just say that? <laughs> one
2: thing stands out, but it's not good, really. I mean, it's it's I did something I probably should have not done, but um and i was doing a scene with somebody and they kept smacking my ass and it wasn't part of the script because i would have i would have nixed it if it had been okay and they kept doing that and i told them i said no that's not okay okay you know? and they're like oh my bad and so they did it again mm-hmm. and and uh you know Nora smith was it was this was for devil's films was the photog- or the videographer and he's like dude you that's don't awesome. and i'm like and i turned around and i said that's number two. <laughs> don't number
0: oh,
2: so you. number three rolled around and I took my fist and <laughs> right underneath it. And Norris fell backwards and almost dropped the video camera. Laughing. He was laughing so hard. And he's like, dude, I told she told you, I told you, don't play with that one. Why did he? He's like, but I thought she liked it. I saw her do it in a scene with Tommy. And I'm like, one, that's my guy. And two, we were paid for that. I yeah. don't like yeah. that. And, wow. and he sat there with some ice for a little while and I felt bad afterwards. You know, I did because it was, for me, it was an instinctive, I, I gave you two warnings. The third one's oh, yeah. not warning, you uh, know. Yeah. Um, was, that um, taken the,
1: was that taken out of the, um, like the script or the scene or whatever? okay (laughs) yeah it was yeah it was it was it was yeah we almost didn't get to finish the scene that day actually um you know but you know i love love this about you because i want my any any of my my new i've got a lot of um i've got a lot of webcam girls that listen to the show i've got a lot of um uh, lifestyle couples that their wives are starting to get into the industry i love that you have stuck to your guns on everything getting into this world and you continue to succeed and that's amazing um I was told somebody told me that I would never make it because I told myself I want to
2: be I want to be able to be me. I don't want to have to be phony, fake, and I don't I hate drama. I don't want to have to put a bunch of drama out there to be, you know. I said, so if I can't be me and succeed, then I don't want it. And, and they said you'll never make it. They for told sure. me there's there you want too much. It'll never happen. You know, yeah, you sure. if they don't want you, they're gonna want a fantasy. And I'm like, that's just no, we'll see.
1: The, I'm, I'm me too. I, I, I'm me. I mean, you know, and people yeah. know that, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm well, I'm, I'm, I'm an open book now, you know, which is the most amazing feeling because I don't have to hide anything. If I'm sad, I'm sad. If I'm pissed, I'm pissed. If I'm happy, I'm okay. happy. Um, but what I love is that uh, you can be you and you can show everybody that you're succeeding. And also I think, and I do say this a lot, I think that getting into the industry older, like where mm-hmm. you were and where I was, I think that we do avoid a lot of what sucks us in, you know, um, drama wise. You know, right. um, I was talking to somebody yesterday because I've got some I've got some issues going on with my documentary and just people not being reliable. We'll just leave it at that. And I was right. talking to someone and they were saying to me, well, you know, this industry is very unreliable. And I said, I, I got to tell you, personally, for me, I've never I haven't had any bad experiences in the adult industry. I really haven't. I've had one bad one that was in the way beginning. I learned my lesson and I'm done, you know, right. um, the swinger lifestyle community man you fuckers can be nasty
2: don't right? even, oh dear baby jesus don't get me started on that one well
1: we're gonna go there you, you and i have had conversations about that about that yeah yes right. i mean yeah God, i mean we, we'll, we'll go there in just a second okay because um that is where i have been backstabbed and backstabbed and i am like i mean i am it is so sad i'm at the point right now where People will say to me like, honey, my, you know, my husband and I are breaking up or whatever their issue may be. Can I rent that bedroom downstairs? Or I need a place to live. And I'm like, I'm sorry. No, I'll give you a blanket and a pillow, but I will, I can't help anymore. I feel like I can't trust anymore. And it's, um, it's an awful, awful feeling. It's so hard to get that back. And that's come from lifestyle. Um, and I'm not saying it's all bad. I'm just saying you have got to right." be on your game and be aware okay so before we get into the lifestyle um let's talk a little bit about um what is head of american mean girls what is this
2: um american mean girls is a femdom site and it was actually one of the largest for many 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 years and they it initially started out being ran by randy wright and she has since left the industry she's got children she's husband's beautiful beautiful family okay but they brought me in. she wanted me to be her mom you know her mom not a sexual thing you know just okay. in, in the in this world i was the queen of american mean girls and she was you know goddess randy oh. she was the daughter
1: okay so,
2: you know we had a house at this point i was living in hollywood west hollywood and i actually moved to the manor in encino california so what what whole apartment that I'm sharing with this, with, you know, a friend of mine up to this house where my bedroom opened up into the in-ground swimming pool. And my, my closet looked like something out of sex in the city. Oh, nice. So I was just like, what the hell is that? You know, this is crazy. Is happening to me? Okay. Yeah. Um, but I fell in love with it. I didn't fall in love with the house. You know, everybody's like, but you have marble. This I said, "It doesn't matter. What I fell in love with was the camaraderie that I saw there um, amongst everybody. Oh. That so was, what was it? I
1: don't even know about this. So let's tell me What was the no, matter? It, was but it but well, mo- the model house?
2: Were, yeah. Our submissives or our, our, can I say slaves? I mean, you, slaves. Can say, okay, you can say it. Okay, our, our slaves, slaves <laughs> slave, um, were lifestyle. Um, so they weren't actors and all that, you know, and they okay. were just the way they would treat us. And I, I know it might sound a little selfish, but it, it was just like a family you know you got to where you were protective of them and they were protective of you um but on, okay now that's off camera but now on camera we were i mean the, they signed waivers i mean we were no joke we we sent people to the hospital so you know because we're, we're sadistic we're not i'm non-sexual they're not allowed to see me nude they're not allowed to touch me they are not allowed they don't get they don't get to jerk off unless i tell them they can you know i mean it, it, it's nothing
1: Holy you know. shit. And so when you say Mean Girls, because that's what it was called, was this a, was it a, a website? Was it a TV show? What was that? It was a web. It was one of the largest websites. Um, you see, I don't Femme. know anything about it. I told you. See, yeah. I told you I know nothing. I know well, nothing.
2: it's, you know, that's unless funny. you really dabble in the femdom world like that, um, most, a lot of people don't. Uh, and it's still, American and Miami Mean Girls is still around. Oh, we yes. sold them three, the, the, the winter before the pandemic hit. Um, okay we sold them to an amateur production house which is just destroyed it and it's sad because
0: it
2: it started in miami florida which is where miami mean girls came from and then they came out to california and there was miami mean girls and american mean girls american mean girls was in california and so it was a huge huge entity and you know now it's just kind
1: of you know to well, I'm, gonna that, to go look, but... I'm gonna have to go look at it because I didn't even know anything about it. Um, okay, so Overall, you did that okay. and then <laughs> yes, don't
2: work, oh, don't, don't look at it with your guy because he is just gonna sit there and cringe the whole time.
1: <laughs> luckily, luckily I don't have a guy. That's another thing. I've stopped dating. I just I can't I can't do it. I do still have a call out for somebody that marries me that can fix technology um there's a light bulb out there that i can't reach there's something stuck in the garbage
2: disposal i can't find
1: it that's where i need a man and that's about it that's about it well any your your
2: mechanics that are friends who come over to fix your garbage don't let them watch it because they all cringe it's except Tommy was on set with me a lot and he would laugh so hard. oh my gosh i gotta see that i'll never forget um there you go this is what i wanted you guys i (laughs) had put my my slave i had him in a chastity and okay. then I put a dog collar around him with the problem okay. going into you know to his balls. To go, okay, out. And so I stuck him in a chair. I lifted the thing up and they in, and then we put it back down so he couldn't get out. Well, he thought my favorite thing is a shot is the shot collar. It's one of my favorite things to use on people. Oh
0: my god, what's so right. <laughs> that? You're right.
2: It was just on like a level level two or three. You know? Okay. Well, Tommy knew what I had done because he knows me. And I had turned it way up prior to hitting the button. So when I hit the button, he came up out of the chair. The chair came up with him. Oh, I mean, no. and, and Tommy about oh. fell off of his chair laughing.
1: Okay, so, so I have to ask you because I know that my I know that some of my listeners don't know. I don't know. The dog collar is around his testicles. You said you turned it up. Is this on a remote control? Is this yes, a I have the remote to it. Oh my God, I have got and I, can,
2: I mean, I, they would know when it was coming sometimes because I would hit the button that just beat. Okay. Like, like, like they, they I hit it a few times, so they never really knew if the next one was gonna be a bigger, smaller, or whatever
1: it would be. Sock,
2: which was kind of awesome, you know? So yeah, I kind
1: of built <sighs> oh, up, but that was it.
2: my favorite thing to do. Um, so does anybody but,
1: wanna go yes. and have drinks with us in Chicago? We're very nice people. I <laughs> <laughs> had in Chicago.
2: Um, so oh yeah, God. but that was, you know, and we did financial domination and, and like I said, okay. they had waivers because we had, you know, um Raven Raven Bay, I don't know if you remember her, she passed away um, a few months ago. Oh and oh, I got I got two really close to her when she was on American Main Girls. And we had one guy come in and paid her, I think it was like five grand or ten grand. It was like some crazy amount of money to pop one of his testicles.
1: <gasps> Out. Okay, yeah, right. okay. Um, when we're oh. when we when we are off air, you are training me. I am in the wrong world right now. <laughs> Y'all are listening. You think I make money for the podcast, the documentary, the book, the CBD lube, the website, the I don't know. Money's just going out, 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 and it's not coming in. And I am not. I'm not like I work on sex Panther. I was talking to you about that. I'm not um, very good at being mean. I was never any
2: good at that. And you know why? When people would text me dirty, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, because I'm on there for the subs who know they're not allowed to talk to me that way. Oh, my God. So, isn't so that when a regular I- person would come across, I'd get mad.
1: So I was horrible. I was horrible. I wanted to talk to you about that, too. I totally forgot. You see, there's so much to be talking about. Because, okay, so, okay, let me see. So I don't get off track too much. About that, okay, so you guys, uh, Casey and I, and now Miss Mickey Lynn and Lily Craven, and I think we've got Erica Rank, She's in it, too. We are collecting all the unsolicited dick pics. Unsolicited. Keyword. Unsolicited. Okay, this is the keyword, and this is where I'm going to go. i got to tell you guys a really interesting story. I didn't mean to do this, how, how this happens, I have to tell you. Um, but unsolicited, that means we did not ask for it, or maybe you sent something and we said, please don't do that again, and you disrespect it again. Therefore, it's your fault, your pictures are now being screenshot, and they will be put into a coffee table book, and we will distribute that, probably. Okay. With that being said, when we are working on Sex Panther, or webcamming let's just say chatterbait or whatever whatever it may be okay where it's a different you're in a role you're a character okay Okay. so if you've sent me on a text message your dick picture i want you to send me your dick picture because i want to open it because you get off and i'm doing my job for you and i'm getting paid for every picture i open okay here's where i made a mistake and i'm going to apologize publicly oh no a little sweetheart, a little sweetheart on Sex Panther was messaging me the other day. And young, young, like 20, 21, I think. Okay. And he said, I really want to send, my, send you my picture, but, you know, I, I don't want to be disrespectful. And I told him, I said, sweetheart, for this situation that we're in, absolutely. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for you to, you know, do the sexual energy and do things that you right. want to do. It would be but on the side, But if you do meet a girl in, in real life, don't send it to her unless she asks for it. And right. I told him what we were doing after he'd sent the dick picture where he then got so upset that I was going to put him in the coffee book. <laughs> and was, oh, the poor sweetheart. And he was like, I can't believe this. I thought that this was protected and I thought this was private and people, I didn't know people could screenshot them and save them. And I'm like, maybe no, 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 no. Not you. You didn't do anything wrong. I gave you permission. I gave, you see what I'm saying? So I, for, for those of you out there, no, if we ask you for your dick yes. or, you, or, or you sent it and we tell you, please don't. And you send it again yeah, you're going in the book, but this poor thing, I had to really convince him, he's like, if my face was on there, and I'm like, baby, I promise, no, 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 I gave him free pictures for the rest of the night of me, I'm like, you put got all these pictures of me, I felt so bad,
2: oh, yeah, no, it's when, it's when we get them, you know, and I've gotten them, I mean, it's, it's gotten to the point with me, and it hasn't happened to me in a while, but (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't get my point across, I just couldn't, um, oh my and God. So I started framing them and sending them to whoever was listed as their significant other. That's right. She's on. She says, if you don't want your mother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle. To yeah, if them, there's not that. a girlfriend listed, there's always a mom or a grandma or an auntie or something. And I oh would screenshot God. the conversation in its entirety
1: and then and send it. it
2: along with a framed picture and say, you know, oh. this is for you since they're so in love with themselves. I thought maybe, you know, I don't know.
1: You might want it, you know, but oh could, you, could you leash it? Thank you. Did you ever have anybody write you back? Any of the any of the family members?
2: I've you had would. I've had apologies like I mean wow. just crazy. Not from the person
1: who sent it to me. Right, but their family from members. The family members. You guys listening to that? I love that's a scare. Yeah. That's fucking funny. That's good. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to show everybody cuz this is for our book, but remember I sent you the opening. We yes, opening um it's not even a dick pic. It's an opening message and I was I read that and I was like what the fuck what is this we'll give them a little bit it's like taking the hooves of the vagina remember
2: that one I, i've got one the other day and they're not sending the dick pics now but they are sending i want to do this and this and this to you yeah. and you and i'm like oh you you have got the wrong girl yeah, yeah. you guys
1: remember she'll so tie up your balls and then yeah holy i thought i could get away with it but you know Oh, my God. Okay, so we've got, okay, then, oh, my God, there's so much going on. Okay, so we did the Mean Girls thing, and you were dating Tommy, and you're there, and then um, um, and then we talked about the, um, the the book that we're working on. Okay. okay. Let's go into where is your career now, and then after that, I want to talk about the Swinger Lifestyle a little bit. So okay. um, you're, I, I, um, we could, you guys, we could do like a three-hour show, I swear to God. Okay, let's actually. talk about, um, yeah, so uh, let's talk about the vanilla game, the game first. Let's talk okay. about it. Okay. Um,
2: so, well, Neil approached me with that and um I've been playing game, video games since I was a kid. You know, started okay. with Nintendo and Atari and Sega Genesis and all that and all the way up to Xbox and now we've got the Quest and Factor down there, you know that, you know, and, and the you know Xbox Live and the whole nine yards. Oh so my when he approached it cuz I don't really people don't really know that about me, you know? I mean, I, play, yeah, I wouldn't I, know that. I've traveled to um, Pokemon,
1: you know? Tell my tell my guests um, or some of the listeners who, um, in case they didn't see the um, podcast that I did with Neil, who is Neil, how did you meet him? And then we'll talk um, about the game.
2: Neil contacted me. He is the owner of um, Vanilla Gaming Company. And he actually has come up with a game. And it's very similar to the Sega Genesis games. Um, okay. And the the old retro styles and they're really cool. It really takes you back to when you were a kid with one minor detail. And that's the fact that the women in it have boobs and bouncing. And, you know, there's different. But they're things. not naked, right? No, no. So you guys, um, here's the thing things, about There's levels you can go to and you can
1: get pictures. Okay. Okay. So you guys collect so the game them in the game. The game's but, called, um, it was called um, Vanilla Ice. Um, what was it called? It can remind me of Vanilla Ice. Vanilla, game. what was the game called? Ace in, Ace in the hole. Ace in the hole. That's right. I was like vanilla ice. Ace in the. Hole. Okay, so um, and so so again, you 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 introduced me to Neil, who's doing this game, and we had him on the podcast, and he's been having issues because um, you know, people because it's got adult performers characters in it.
2: Yeah, because we got our, our name and our likeness. He, so, yes. The game would already be funded if, it, if he was willing to take us out of it, but he is standing on his ground. You know, he, he's sticking to his guns. Good, you know, He's just standing done. on what he believes and he doesn't want to be controlled um, by people,
1: by other yeah. corporations. Yeah. So if I have any listeners that watched his, you know, go, go back and watch my interview with him, um, reach out to me if you have some ideas. He was trying to do a Kickstarter program. The, the game's pretty much, it looks like it was pretty much done. Um, it's pretty. It's amazing, actually. He's got. I mean, he's, he's got the, definitely the technology to go. You know, he's got the backing, yes. but financially, just to get the mar- the media out there, people right. don't want to touch it because it's got adult performers' names in it. Names,
2: right. names, you guys, names, names, yeah. names. I mean, and we're we've been drawn by by cart by people to do. Yeah. You know, this is what they do. So it's not even it's us, but it's not us. You know what I mean? It's not because I asked so. him to send
1: me. I asked him to send it to me because I asked him if it was anything like um, that game. um uh, oh, Grand Theft Grand Theft Auto, okay? Yes, yeah, I
0: Grand
1: love the- that game. <laughs> oh my God, you're crazy. I mean, I walk into my son's room and I'm like, what the hell is, why did you kill the person on the street? And because you get points. You get points. <laughs> oh my God. I love you even more. Okay, you guys, you see, so, so, so there's this game in Grand Theft Auto, you can hire prostitutes and you can just kill people because you get points. This is like, I was like, could you please send me a little bit of the game so I can understand? That's why I asked Neil. And when I saw it, I'm like, it's it's characters they're drawn. I don't understand the issue here. So he approaches you. He wants you to be a part of the game. Mm-hmm. um How long ago was that? Um, it's just been a few months, maybe three months, oh, okay. four months. um it, When it
2: about two months before the Kickstarter thing. So, I oh. so but oh, it turns okay. out he's in the Cincinnati area. So yes. you know we were kind of both from the same round. And I and I have, because it's not in
1: indiana and kentucky you know if
2: you had three feet you could be in all three places so she's
1: trying to to describe the united states map to me i don't know i know I, i know europe and stuff but not united but listen to this i when we immigrated from south africa we actually started in cincinnati ohio according to my father i believe um i think we made it a week there and my dad said fuck this weather and came out to california but um that's where like i have cousins that still live in cincinnati right now so oh cool Yep. yep we say. So we could have met each other back then. I know. Damn it. I, I think it. we need to go on the road. Well, I know we're going to do that next. Oh my God. Cause let's add that to the jewelry making, the detective work. Oh my God. This is so funny. The you guys think we're joking. Right you think we're joking. Oh, yeah. I want to talk to you about that off air, too. So, remind me, we're doing that off air. And then, oh, we're sun off air. Okay. Sorry. If anybody wants to come over and have coffee with us or alcohol and be involved in that conversation, you just have to get whatever's stuck in my garbage disposal and fix this microphone from falling. It's not so much. It's not so much. And that's, that's it. That's it. That's all you got to do to make a girl healthier on here. Um, Okay. So Neil's game, you guys, uh, take a look at that. So you're involved with that. And uh, when did you retire from really, did you retire from the adult industry? And um, what are you doing now? No, I didn't formally retire. Um, What happened is I
2: didn't like the way everything was going. Um, I don't like Gonzo um, at all. I I don't find anything about it appealing or sexy or, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. you know, not I, not I, I tell everybody this. I love people. I love people. But I even tell Tommy, you know, most dicks look like a tremor worm out of the movie, and most vaginas look like a Venus flytrap. trap. Oh so I don't want to see that all up in my screen. Yeah. So I didn't want to do that either because I'm like, if I don't find it, I, I don't want it out there. Like, right. You know, so because it just seemed like you couldn't shoot without that. I was like, you know what? It Eventually okay. it'll change. And then because I don't know, have you ever watched um,
1: True Blood? Mm-mm. Okay. What is, what's it called? Spartacus? Spartacus? Nope. Okay. Wait, Spartacus that's the, guy, wait, that's the guy with like no he, he's like no shirt on, right? He's holding like a silver shield. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, they have yeah. they have both 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 of those series have
2: yeah. really, really good love scenes okay so i've got to go back
1: and watch okay yeah
2: and i'll tell you what that'll get me hot and bothered wait there's not a porn on the planet that will do what those will do because it's you see it but you don't see it you don't see the penetration you see the
1: emotions and you see the raw you know but it's not you're going back to what i said in the beginning which was about talking about eric edwards and how films work okay um I am very much like you. I don't like the close-ups and the, you know, smacking your face and the spitting on the blowjob and all that kind of stuff. I don't like it. To me, it doesn't turn me on. I know everybody's got their fetish. I know everybody's got their thing that turns them on and that's wonderful and more power to you. Okay. But the passion and the sexy and the things that turn me on, that's gone. You know, I actually got cast, um, it was last year, last year I was in, in a, in my, you know, he said, are you okay with Gonzo? And I was like, don't fucking even know what the fuck that means like i had to go google it like that's i didn't even know like literally and i still i still when i got like my costume i had to wear a costume and that's fine you know but i want to see the passion i'm actually on my website you actually if you guys if you guys are listening go to my website i think i'm gonna try to make these free if i can figure it out i'm doing like Jules productions and i'm making um i'm editing my own stuff and it's really in my opinion it's really sexy and it's really like um it's just me alone you know but it's different unique some of it's with other people but um it's with music but it's no penetration and it's no it's really no nudity actually I don't think I remember but it's really sexy and bringing that's
2: uh, that's what I'm talking about if I can do that and I talked to Marcus London a lot I get to be really good uh friends with him and we used to talk about the fact that there's no romance and the one thing that we did when I was a hustler um is we did polls and a lot of a lot of swingers came into this play, and okay. we did it like opinion polls, and the one thing most couples said is there's nothing out there for
1: couples. Us. Yes,
2: it's okay. all for the guy. It's all for the guy, and 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 everybody's like, "Well, it's all about the girl." Yes, it's all about seeing the girl get banged, seeing the girl this, seeing the girl that. But there's nothing for couples. There's nothing romantic. There's nothing that that can let them feel like they could be that person, and that always stuck with me and that was god 10 12 years ago and
1: that has always stuck with me yeah and you know there's people that have come to me and said you know i'm gonna do this different i'm gonna bring in passion and i'm like i like i i will back you 100 on a product or something if i believe in it but if i don't believe in it i tell you i wish you all the best i really do but i don't believe in it so like there's a possible toy that i'm looking at right now and Neil's game i totally believe in like i'll right. back you if i believe and um but these companies that tell me they're going to do the passion, it just hasn't happened. Nobody's hit it on the nail yet. No one's hit it on the nail. Um, but yeah, it's gone. It's definitely gone. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you what I'm doing. I'll send it to you. So okay. Sorry about it. Take- if you would go to my website and register for free. You'll see it. Yeah, the minute the minute I
2: can do that, then I'm back in the you know I'm back in the swing of it. But until then. I just, so,
1: don't do that, so. so you right now, I, love, so I don't even know how long we've been talking for you guys. I'm so sorry. I don't let's know. Yourself, I don't, I don't I have here. anything going um, on tonight or something. <laughs> I know i was slow motion today. I'm like an old grandma. I know. I think we're still good. I wanted to talk to you about uh, what you're doing now, because this is something that you and I talked about. You're a sex advocate and um, counseling, stuff like that. So let's go into a little bit, because we talked about going on the road together. So what are you doing now?
2: Um, yeah, uh, 20, about 25, 30 years ago, um, I okay. started working at a women's med center as a counselor. And I worked okay. primarily with rape and incest victims. And at that point, you didn't have to have this big doctorate, PhD, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you, know? you just had to basically have the knowledge that was needed to speak with these people. And I dealt mainly with, with people that were either... Um, Children, like, like teens, you know, teens, I won't okay. say children because those do require, you know, a, a psychologist, but they were like teens and different, you know, things. And I guess that's when I got a passion for really wanting to work with women. Okay. And I myself have been in different situations um, that I have the experience, literally, you know, I okay. lived through it and there's nothing that can replace that. No book, no test, no degree can replace living through it.
1: Jesus Christ, are you and I like two little fucking peas in a pod? That's what I say all the time. I say, I say this all the time. You, In my opinion, I cannot counsel somebody on going through sobriety of alcohol addiction. I haven't been there. I cannot counsel you on what it's like to be raped or sexually molested by a family member because I haven't been there. So I don't feel like if you, I don't care what doctorate you have, if you haven't walked in somebody's shoes... You right. cannot put yourself in the position that they're in and what they're hurting through and what they're feeling. Agree? Yeah, Agreed yeah exactly.
2: And I started having girls in the industry messaging me and, you know, because um, I'll talk to anybody, you know, and, and you it got to where to go. now, you know, it got to where I had more and more messaging me, just wanting somebody to understand, just wanting somebody to talk to, just wanting somebody yeah. to bounce things off of. And so now what I do is my door, my door's open. If somebody needs me, I will get on a plane if I need to, you know, it's, or I will get in my car and drive for five hours. Or, have
1: you reached out to um,
2: Pineapple Support? Do you know who Pineapple Support is? I have. So I have talked with them, but it was before the pandemic okay. when they first started. Okay. And okay. I've been, like I said, I came, you know, Tommy and I came back out to Indiana so that we could help take care of my mother. Um, and like I said I I was one of her caregivers until she passed away and yeah yeah so we were out here so but that was when the whole pandemic stuff was going on anyway so we really haven't been around too many people since then okay um but I'm I'm like friends with Christina Carter and you know they're in Christina
1: Christina and and I partied in Vegas but yeah, thought, there's different ones. So I thought I could party, but Jesus Christ, she's got me.
2: Oh, um, see, I got to <laughs> bed at like eleven o'clock. I'm like the old
1: maid, I guess. I don't. I, can't I used to I don't know. I used to be the partyer, but now I'm. I know I'm losing it a little bit. Like I'm like. Well, well I, I, think I, it's I because I've got my weekend. body
2: trained for eight hours of sleep.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm just like staying home all weekend and working. Um. Okay. Oh my gosh okay so let's see where i was gonna go i was gonna go with uh oh yeah okay so pineapple support you should reach out to her now because they're always looking for volunteers um you know and i think it is a little bit of a paid position i actually need to reach out to her too i've just been so busy with my other stuff um because i just feel like you know um we've lost so many people that's another thing we're losing people like to the to the drugs to the fentanyl there's guys there's fentanyl and everything now just don't fucking take anything i mean they tell you now don't even touch you know, you know, what I mean? you can even
2: touch it and get on your hands and it gets into your system. So you have to, I a,
1: I, yeah, I asked, I know this is going to sound weird. Okay. I asked a friend of mine. Okay. Who is a dealer. Okay. And again, to each their own. But I said, right. I said, can you tell something to me? Explain something to me. Why on earth would somebody sell somebody codeine or, you know, Vicodin or cocaine or whatever it may be. Okay. Laced with fentanyl. I don't understand. Why would you kill your customers? Right? Is that a, that's a good question? Like, why do you, why right. would you, that's somebody who's buying a product from you. Why are they gonna, why are you gonna kill them? Okay. And they said, those people don't test. You can test for fentanyl, apparently, in the products. And he said to me, um, those people are just, they just want to want it done. They're just, they're not even really like dealers. And I'm like, this makes no sense to me. It's so confusing. I don't know. So I'm still trying to reach into it and study it more. Okay, so I'm like, you know.
2: okay, I'm still trying. Now no, I'm really curious. That makes
1: sense, yeah. So I'm still trying to look into it a little bit more. But from what I understand, it's like somebody on the street who's who in Vegas says to you, hey, man, you want, you want a Molly or you want a cocaine, you know, you, you, want, you, want, you want a bump or whatever it may be. And he don't care because you'll pay him 200 bucks and you're dead. You don't give a shit because that stuff was didn't cost him more than $5. I don't know. I'm not understanding it quite. And if anybody's listening and can help me understand it, please help me understand it. Yeah, because um, that one I don't get. I just don't understand it. Um, There was something else I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, okay, so the advocate stuff. Yeah, you and I talked about, we're going to, you guys, we're going to have to bring you back on. We're going to bring Tommy on. Yeah. Oh, you Yeah,
2: call- because we're, we're actually looking for um, a property probably in Arizona, and we want to have, a, have an area where people can come and they can shoot, and they don't have to be adult performers, because let's face it, a lot of your OnlyFans and Unfiltered and different ones that are out oh, there yeah. now, are actually content creators that are
1: non-adult performers. Yeah, are- we talked mm-hmm. about that. The, I talked about so- that with Miles Long. It's that, you know, there's a porn star, that's somebody who's working for, in the industry we're shooting for different production companies. And then there's a content creator, which is now a different thing, which is somebody who maybe was a waitress and during the pandemic started an OnlyFans and it was doing great for them, you know? Um, so I was love. We want to have a
2: place that basically like a studio where there'll be different sets, the sets can be yeah. changed.
1: Yeah, people do that, you know. Yeah, so you have the studio renting, you can have photography, modeling. Um, exactly. Oh my god, we yeah, have so many. I would love to come out there. I actually I want to get out of California. So we we I want to do parties.
2: I, I want to do parties like once, a, but they have to. You know, they have to know like the whole lifestyle thing. There's going to be critiquing. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to really know. There's going
1: to be rules upon that tree. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, we'll talk about that off here because I've got some great ideas on that, too. Um, So let's go into, um, okay, so right now, so you are not retired 100% from the industry. You will come back. You have uh, some ideas and stuff. And then you and Tommy have a website. Let's plug that website.
2: Um, we have a Clip Store, which is yes, clip that's what it is. Is, I looked at it. Yeah, it, it's a Clip. It's a Clip Store. Six seven four eight nine, I believe, and seven eight two three one. I I sent them, I think I sent them to you. She um, said fans. I still do my domination, so it's only fans. Oh okay. Oh, you do. Um, you still do that? Um,
1: let me yeah. see if I can find that Clip Store. It's um. But isn't it like I Googled it, you guys, and I, I just Googled both of your names together and it came up with like this website. So do you guys, I can't figure out clips. UnderTheGun.com, the which is our,
2: UnderTheGun.com goes, and it's G-U-N-N.
1: That goes to our stores. Under the gun mm-hmm. Com, right? Yes. Okay. Check that course. one out, you guys. Um, and by the way, and this is interesting. I did not know that you got into the industry at 45 because the pictures that I have seen of you in the pictures that I have. Jesus Christ! I thought you were like 1920. Isn't that crazy? No, that's, that's go, 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 go.
2: like you look so different than when you're. I'm like that's because this is professional makeup and this is, honey, I shrunk the kids. Kid, you know, oh I just and, uh, you know, this is I'm playing with the grandbabies today.
1: Oh my god! I know. I know. That's so funny. That's another thing. Like whenever I talk to you, you're like, I can't, I can't, I can't. I don't know if I could talk because the grandkid might cry. And I'm like, oh my god, you're so funny.
2: Well, uh, I okay. My, my, yeah, my granddaughter. I help take care of her
1: sometimes. So how
2: old is she, the little one? Uh, The one that I help with is going to be two.
1: Okay. Oh, goodness. They're a handful. This one's walking then. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yes. She's the one that keeps taking me to South Carolina. I keep going. I have got to tell you. I got to tell you, you, like, more power to the moms out there. But that is more. Anybody who's listening, that is more work than I think anything to be a mother. You can't sit. I couldn't take a bath without locking the child in the gate right there just so I could freaking take 10 minutes in a bathtub. You know what I mean? Yeah. Crazy. Yep. Yep. Can't move. Definitely have to like watch this child everywhere you go. I sit in restaurants and I watch like parents and I'm like, I do not envy you. I never want to do it ever again. That's oh, sure. and what about on a plane? Oh, oh God. I you know. And then everybody gets mad at them because the kid's crying. Well, the kid's ears hurt. Fuck. Yeah, I, I cried. exactly. I, was, I wish I could cry too on the airplane, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I drive everywhere. So. Oh, I, I, I We talked about that too. Remember? Mm-hmm. Like how I was telling you, oh my God, I got stuck in Reno. I'm Yeah, don't oh, Lord, could I go on about our medical system and our airplane system? And there's things I could go yeah. on and on and on about. All right, you guys, let's close this up with, let's talk about the lifestyle a little bit. And then I'm gonna have to bring you back on again. Um, you were in the, as you mentioned earlier, you said that you were kind of involved in the swinger lifestyle community prior to even coming out to LA when um, right. Hustler's niece, right, said to you, um, you should do that, right? Like she dared you, right? She says, just like swinging. His, his what daughter were your... um, dared me to Oh, fit. daughter, okay. So, what was your what's your experience of the lifestyle then and now? Because we talked a lot about this, but share with my like where you at on it.
2: Um, I quit (laughs) swinging once I got out to California. Actually, okay, because I realized very quickly um, that. And let me go on record: not all, um, Mm -hmm. but I learned that a lot of people in California, particularly LA, okay, have no concept what what swinging is they think it's just fuck best and it's yeah. not there are rules there are lines you don't cross you know for a prime example men do not hook up with women behind their wives back so their girlfriend you know they, they don't exchange phone numbers and hook up later
1: there's Good no. You know, so women? did you no. notice so this is interesting because i'm curious about this did you notice that west west coast okay west coast versus east coast or right. you know or um you know uh, is it a different mentality in the lifestyle yes. okay um that's interesting because like well you know because you know i run a lifestyle club i've got you know yes. 20, i think we've got i think we're over twenty thousand members now and i coach people in the lifestyle and i let them know you know the base the rules and the etiquette and stuff like that and also to let people know just like you said it is not like, oh you could just show up and fuck anybody you want. Everybody's there to fuck. That's not, that's not what it's about. There's so many different variations and aspects of being a swinger in the lifestyle. You, know, you, you come
2: together, you leave together, you know, you don't do stuff behind your partner's back. Yep. Men approach men, women approach women. It, it's just, and if you can't do that, you're not lifestyle.
1: Yeah, and you're not ready for it. So right. I, and that's another thing I always say, and I, I'm, I'm curious on this. So when people apply to be a member of my club, okay, um, you know, and they send in their application or whatever, if, if they're 22, 23 years old, I, I don't accept them. And It's not that I'm discriminating you on age. You're not ready. No. You're not ready to 40 look over. I know 40 year olds that aren't ready. So. Absolutely, they're not. Like, you know, no. if, I feel that your relationship has to be so strong with your yeah. partner. There has to be so much trust that not for a second do you doubt when you look over and, you know, your wife's giving somebody a blow job that she's giving it better to him than to you or what, you know, or vice versa. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Cause that's what I hear a lot. Um, okay. So when you come out to the California and you're working in the adult industry and you stopped with the swinging lifestyle, were you and Tommy ever involved in it together or how did that happen? Or how, did you guys ever do it together?
2: Um, we didn't do it together. We had talked about it. We were going to, but I realized very quickly that he was a West Coast, didn't know really what the lifestyle was. Um, okay. He was part of the, the world that just swingers and there's such a difference. And I was part
1: of lifestyle and they don't, make, they don't mix. They just don't mix. That's a really, really good, um, uh, that's, a, that's a good topic actually for one of our shows because there is, this is, this is um, how I describe something. And tell me if you saw this. When I got into the lifestyle, I got in with my husband, okay, and we made, everybody already knows this, we made so many mistakes, we I didn't have a guide, we, we fucked up so bad. And I think had, that, had we maybe had somebody like me who could have told us what to do and not to do, or somebody that had guided us, we might still be married today. With that being said, I got, we got divorced because the lifestyle got out of it, and I stayed in, working at a club, and then ultimately owning my own club. And people always go, How, what the hell were you thinking? that's ruined your marriage. Right. And I said, but at that time I had found my community, my friends, I could dress sexy. Nobody called me a slut if you know, whatever. And I found, you know, the world that I liked. Okay. With that being said, before I started my club and after my divorce, I would go to events out here. Okay. And I was shocked because they would say like, it's 11 o'clock, it's time to change. And I'm like, what? Didn't you bring a lingerie outfit? I'm like, Jesus Christ, it was hard enough to find one white dress that didn't make my ass look fat. Now you want me to go find white lingerie? Like, you know, and I found that it was more of a who's got the nicest boobs, who's got the nicest ass, the lips, the you know, and it wasn't, wasn't, nobody played. It wasn't lifestyle and it was all about looks and and beauty and, you know, money and all that kind of stuff. Whereas like when I run my club, I don't care. I swear to God, I don't care if you are the most good looking person in the world. If you walk in and you've got an egotistical attitude or you um, disrespect somebody, you're out. You're out, you're out, you're out. Um, I don't, to judge, you know, to judge people, I had one time, and I think some of us, I had one time where I had an event early on in my career um, when I started my club, and I had a couple actually approach me and they say, you're gonna do so well as a community and as a club if you don't let people like that in here. And I go, excuse me? And they said, you know, those people over there, and they pointed at this couple, and I go, oh, you mean my respiratory nurse and my surgeon? Is that who you're talking about? And they were like, yeah, like them. And I'm like, yeah, let me show you the door. And like I had them leave, you know, and, and, and and that couple, it was amazing. You know what I mean? The the other people. And so that's the whole thing. Um, So did you notice that out when you saw that like out here, was it all about who has the nicest dress and it wasn't really playing and swinging?
2: Yeah. I, uh, the first time actually I went to a swing club was in Vegas. So it was still, it wasn't LA. Um, I had been around enough people that called themselves lifestyle and LA. And then I, the first swing club I went to was out in Vegas. And I was like, yeah, no, (laughs) <laughs> no. yeah no that's not what this is about that, no, that's no. not there's, there's no there's nowhere to connect there's no privacy there's no intimacy and uh, here's what really killed me is everybody I talk to thinks intimacy is how you how you how you have sex do you do this? intimacy's got nothing to do with sex at all right, right and I realized that you know it's supposed to be an intimate setting and if you want people to watch there's an area for that but if you want privacy and intimacy there should be an arrow for that or an area for that too and there wasn't and i saw so I oh, no, there was not I was like, who's okay interesting. Who, who's watching who who's seeing who what this one looks
1: like what that one looks like and i just that's didn't interesting. Want to that's interesting yeah so my like, well my club and and i think a lot now have you know the we have the privacy you know the doors and i have a no locked door policy that means you can go in a playroom if you leave it open That means you want people to watch you. That doesn't mean that you have permission to get on the bed though. That's the difference. They want you to watch you. If the door is closed and you knock and somebody says, we're in here, that means they're busy. They do not want you to come in there. We have a no locked door policy because of, Lord, I was talking to my co-host, I have a guest co-host and the the drama that I've experienced. He just looked at me and he's like, I've been coming to your club for years. What? I've had strokes. I've had, you know, people jump out of moving vehicles and oh my Lord. So no locked door policy. Okay. Um, But we do have the privacy. So, okay. Oh my God. We could go on and on and on and on. Um, all right. Let's, um, I now know, don't I, forget
2: I, though. I can also reside over mar over weddings at lifestyle events too.
1: That is right. I forgot. I know she told me that so she, you, you, you became an, an ordained minister. And yes. did you know that I was a wedding planner? Did you know that? No, not until afterwards. And then it was like, and I'm like,
2: what? wait. So, yeah, I actually, I, I did that be, so that I could help with things with my mom. Um, and also because if you are an ordained minister, you're able to get into areas that family members can't even get into. And so it was very beneficial for for her. Um, but also I've had so many friends that say, I would have loved to have gotten married and Hindu this, or I would have loved to have gotten married at this, you know, but, uh, creature won't come there and marry. They won't come to a lifestyle club and marry. You. Right. right okay. A lifestyle resort and marry a couple that's standing there nothing but a veil and a, you know. And I'm Yay. like, but well, why? So, so you're like, I'll do it. I was like, you know what? We're going to squash this right here now.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So if I've got anybody out there that's listening and uh, you need a wedding planner to put together your lifestyle wedding, maybe you guys are both single, you met in the lifestyle, and then you need an ordained minister to come and marry you naked on the beach with flip flops and your veil. We gotcha. (laughs) We gotcha. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, you guys. So, oh my God, you're amazing. You're, see how much I learn about people. I always say this. I just wrote an article. Um, Do you know who J. Crew is?
2: This sounds
1: familiar, but I can't. J. Crew, J. Crew will be on my show. Um, he'll actually air this Monday, April 4th. So everybody would have already heard him by the time this okay. one comes out. But Jay Crew, um, so guys can go back and watch it. Jay Crew um, it was kind of like my guide. He was my guide in the industry. So he's been in for years. And okay. um, he was in as a camera guy. And it's actually funny, I can't say who, but he was the stunt cock, no face, stunt cock for eight years for a very famous adult performer. And then. Eight years later, he actually began to show his face. And in the industry now, he performs face and everything. And he's still a camera guy. And I go, but Jay, you have a very distinctive cock. Aren't people going, wait a second, that cock belongs to what? Wait, they're so confused. Because he really does. He's like, you could line up 18 cocks in front of me. And I could say to you, I have no idea, no idea, no idea. Jay, like I could. Like that's just, that's the only reason, you know. And so um, anyways, so what was I saying about Jay? I don't remember now. Um,
2: you were talking about the, 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 the he's going to be on your show April 4th, I think it was. Um, Stunk oh, he was talking
1: about how you don't know people. Like, that's what I'm saying. Jay yes. and I, have been, we've been friends. He's been my guide for everything. And when I had him on my show, I learned things that I was like, I had no freaking idea. Same with Dick Chibbles. Dick Chibbles came here and we did the interview in here. And Dick Chibbles and J- Dick Chibbles, Jay and Marcus London, they've kind of guided me. And Christina Carter. Um, and Dick Chibbles, I was like, I had no idea. What? I had no idea. Like, all these different things. So, yeah. You guys don't think that you know everybody just because of the character they are online or um, right. in the movies that you see. We are all still real people. and We all still um, have our own personalities, our own lives, right? And our right, own thoughts. Right, Casey ain't afraid
2: to tell you how she's feeling. <laughs> no, nope. No, I'm not, I, I, Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my downsides. I got no a lot no I have no
1: filter. It's not a downside though. I, I sometimes, uh, I will say this. I'm kind of the same. Sometimes I go, mm, okay, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it like that. Like I'll, I, like I'll, I'll sometimes, like you'll just like, what, what do you call it? Like mouth spasm. <laughs> like I'll say something and I'm like, I probably shouldn't said, have said it like that. Okay. Like I'll come my my point, I'll come. So for anybody who I've done that to, my point comes across wrong. I didn't mean it. Um, but for those of you that I did it to and I haven't apologized, then you deserved it. Okay, so. <laughs>
2: hey. Calling a Will Smith on you.
1: (laughs) Hi, you know, okay, let's close up with that one. And I'm sure I'm going to get shit on this. I never discuss politics. I never do, but I'm sorry. I don't care what you do for a living. If somebody, your wife, your husband, your daughter, your child, your aunt, your uncle, your grandma has a disease and you're going to make fun of it on national TV. Fuck you. Fuck you.
2: I I felt the same way until I saw um, what Jada had done after the fact. And oh, see,
1: I haven't seen any of that because I don't want you know. to it. They
2: showed, Will was laughing Yeah, see, people, people were saying but, that, you but know? But see, I got the joke because I was a big G.I. Jane fan. Um, oh, okay. With Demi. And so I saw it as a compliment because G- G- I, Demi Moore is badass than G.I. Jane. She is yeah, badass. That. Okay. And I mean, I'd fuck her in a heartbeat and I'm not even into girls. <laughs> and, you know, she is just, so I saw it like, Damn, you must be a badass bitch if you're gonna follow in the footsteps of Demi Moore. So and that's what the, that didn't even really, really out really that he didn't know about the apesia. and let and Will was laughing just with everybody else until uh, Jada looked over at him like, "I'm going to fucking kill you when we get home." Uh, and okay, that's when the camera went back off, but there was another camera on her. While she, her, and her daughter leaned in and said something to him, and that's when he got up and went.
1: Until that moment, he was fine. Okay. yeah. You see, fine. um. Cause again, as we know already, I don't watch TV. I don't, you know, I don't. Okay, And yeah. I kept, I kept reading about it on Facebook. This is how I get my news: Facebook and Xbiz. Thank you, Xbiz. That's how, that's how I get my news. I go to xbiz.net. I read the discussions, and I'm like, oh shit. That's happening and that's how I get my stuff at Facebook. But anyways, I did go watch it because I was like, okay, I need to watch it. And I did read this. Everybody was like, they think it was staged or whatever. And they said, that, you know, at those kind of events we know more than one camera's running and they've only got it done from one camera and yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. So staged or not staged, I don't know, because that's stupid. It was like, you know, I, I'm going to- Wait, go yeah, and I say it this way. They sit through roasting.
2: Um, I watched the roast for the birthday party slash roasting for, for Bruce Willis and Demi bring her up again. Mm-hmm. Demi um, roasted him like, Oh my God. And it was all in fun. You know what I mean? It okay. was all, you know, so I'm kind of like, you know, comedians, you know how they are now. at right. first I was like, Whoa, that's not cool. You know, but that's not, that doesn't make his actions. Okay. You know, yeah. I mean, well, both of them, you know, you know There should be, he should be held accountable for it because regardless, you've got to have thick skin in that industry. And he's been in that industry far too long, far too long um, to not know that, you know, his reaction, you need to, you need to watch and see what his reaction first happened. He was uh, laughing
1: like everybody else. He yeah, I'm going to go, um, try to, oh fuck. Now I got to go fucking watch TV. No, I'm just kidding. Um, See, yeah, I had, I'm going to go into one of those things just in general. Okay. So people talk about, you know, how they do these things that are staged to bring more media attention, blah, 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 blah which I, I just don't get. Um, my son was an actor and we were at the MTV movie awards and there was a, um, uh, it was, uh, it was um, uh, what was his name? I, oh God, oh uh. Oh my god! The tip of my tongue because hes the white rapper, not Vanilla Ice, the other one. Eminem, um, M-M? thank you. Eminem was in the audience, and um, I think his name was Borak. Borak was coming down out of the ceiling, and they—they they made it that he lands on Eminem's face with his crotch. You know, it was like—it was like staged, okay? Yeah. And Eminem got pissed, and he got up, and it was all staged or whatever. And I was like, I don't get it. I don't get the staging. Like, so what are we supposed to be mad at Borak because he came down, or are we supposed to be mad at Eminem because he got pissed because he had a penis in his face? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, so which, maybe everybody could just get attention for who you are as real people and quit the fucking staging regardless. You know, yeah. be who you are. Well,
2: it, it wasn't staged and they're still, you know, they're still they're about, saying it they're wasn't they're, staged. They're still they're doing still. their thing and they're still going to be talking about it. And, you know. And-
1: and, well, let's see. We've gone from Afghanistan to uh, the Taliban to, uh, to um, a, a pandemic to i don't know the delta virus right the omicron i don't know what's next because now I we're gonna keep up
2: with it it's you know the thing? freaking common cold god damn it next. see what i'm <laughs> saying i <I'm laughs> tell you no i
1: know i'm just saying but um you know I mean, there's, it's so like many, the, there's so
2: many things going on it's hard the to whole thing is that
1: media media will blow everything up and then the attention goes on that for a little while so let's see what comes next who freaking knows right, right. lord Tom almighty Hold your breath. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Yeah, you, I, I could keep going and going and going. I'm going to bring you back on with Tommy. Um, every time I see Tommy, he's on the road. He's a truck driver. And he's like, I'm at McDonald's. And you're like, okay, baby, I guess you deserve the McDonald's. <laughs> That's right. He's always, I know, I've, he's funny. Um, so what an amazing pleasure to have you on the show. And you're such a, um, uh, like a gift to the adult industry and a gift mm-hmm. to women and a gift to power and um, following your, being who you want to be and not letting anybody tell you, You'll not right. make it for being who you want to be. You'll always right. make it. Yeah, that I have to conform. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I always ask for before I say goodbye to you, darling. Well, I'm gonna say we're gonna say goodbye on air, but we'll still chat. Uh, sorry you guys, you guys, if you come over here and fix the beverage disposal. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying I, I i've been trying for two years nobody wants to help me i'm just gonna go knock on a neighbor's door and be we'll like, figure it out i'm just gonna go knock on a neighbor's door and be like hi so i'm your next neighbor i run a swingers club and i'm a porn star and here's a video could you please come over and help me fix this um Can you unplug my drains
2: <laughs> I, oh my god <laughs> I'm feeling
1: clogged and backed up. Could you clean me out a little bit? Oh my God, I love it. That's hysterical. Uh, Okay, sweetheart, I always ask for um, words of advice. um, The last words of wisdom, something that you either would want to say to somebody who's in the adult industry or um, a family member who's still trying to accept somebody that's in the industry or somebody that wants to get in. What advice would you have? Research, research.
2: And, And the reason I say that is know what you're getting into, know why. And if you're a family member, try to understand what they need. What the, what are their, it's not about you, it's about them. You know, it, it's about their desires and their hopes, and their dreams. Don't make an assumption about something that you don't know, research what they're doing, okay. you know. And for these young people that are coming into the industry, have a business plan, work with a business planner. You know, I don't care what it is, but do not go blowing your money on partying and fancy cars and big, because it's here today, but it can be gone tomorrow because this industry is not longevity for the most part. You're not going to end up, you know,
1: no, you got to, uh, so don't, got to have, you've got to have a game plan because yeah. it's not like, you really don't need an agent anymore to be on. You know what I mean? And there's, there's, no. con- there's still contract girls, but not so much anymore. You, you know how it is. So that's a good, that's good advice. Um, but I but think, those um,
2: girls had game plans, you know? So the, the girls that are, that are contracted and making really good money and building names, they've got brands, they've got a game. No, they've got a game plan. Yeah,
1: we do not heard the doggy
2: at all the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's going deaf. So she's a little scared, um, but, but yeah, so they have a game plan and that's what it's all about. no. that's what it's all about so you know it's just do you know understand research have a game plan how like that
1: yes um that's something you guys know for those of you that are listening I offer that I do that you know um and same with you you said that if somebody's out there and you're listening and you are feeling depressed or sad or you just need somebody to talk to Casey offers it too so let's end the show with how can anybody get in touch with you and um like how can they find your adult work and then how they can get in touch with you for if they need to talk to you about something
2: um, well, if you go to stay, um, if you go to my Twitter, which is at Casey underscore storm, Can I have, them? yeah, the, all my links is on there, I believe. And it's, it'll take you to everything um, okay. to make it really simple.
1: Casey, um, is it K-A-S-E-Y, right? And then S-C-O-R-M. Okay. You guys got that.
2: Underscore storm and IG, same thing. Casey underscore storm. Um, and I've got like I said, I've got, you know, different ways to to reach me and they're listed. It's under in all my links. Perfect. Um and you know, and it's, it's a it's a perfect way too, but if somebody was to need me, like I said, they can get, you know, they can get through to me in that way.
1: Got, yeah. it's really easy to i I'm, I'm real easy to find. I don't hide. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm the same I too. And and, and, I, and I want people to know that if you need to, if, because I, I keep reading about us losing adult performers to, to something, to depression, to drugs, to suicide. And my God, there are people out here like me and Casey and Pineapple Support. And there's other groups too, that are here to help you and to give you a listening ear. So reach out to us. That's um it. For sure. And uh, there was something else I was going to say to you. And I can't remember. It was about touching. Oh, and then your adult work. That's what I was going to say. And if they want to see adult stuff, uh, what's the Clips for Sale store? Under the, undergun? Under, gun? under, under the gun, it. Got it, you guys. Under the gun, G-U-N-N dot And I will definitely bring you back on the show. And uh, for those of you guys that have some suggestions, ideas, you want to meet other stars, reach out to me. You know who I've got um, coming up soon is uh, Jenna Star, a new, new adult performer who's doing amazingly well. Uh, she'll be a guest soon. And hopefully Tommy as well. that will be fun. All righty. Thanks. For Alrighty, me, honey. honey, thank you so much for joining us. And you guys, thank you again for listening to the Hanky Panky right.
0: Podcast. Remember, live your life for you. You only have one life to live. And I'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Hanky Panky Podcast with your host, Coraline Jewell. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, Please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. Check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at HankyPankyPodcast. Join us next time for another edition of the Hanky Panky Podcast. And remember, always be true to yourself.